Hey, welcome into the latest edition of Chalk Talk from the Denver Pioneers as the 2023-24 season gets closer and closer. My name is Tyler Mon. thrilled to be joined on this late July day by the new head coach of Denver women's soccer, Julianne Sitch, who joins us uh, from campus today. Sitch, it's good to see you. How have things been? Uh, I get to act like I'm your old friend and use your nickname, uh, which is fantastic for me. But first, a uh, little while through it and, and getting set for your first game now, just a little over 10 days. Uh, how's it been so far? Yeah. Hey, Tyler. Um, happy to be here and chatting with you today. Um, yeah, things have been great. Transition has been good. Um, you know, like I said, people have been extremely helpful and extending a hand for whatever I might need and just helping me get up and rolling since it is, you know, a little quick transition. Like you mentioned, we have a game here pretty soon. Um, so preseason starts July 31st. We'll be meeting with the team and then getting on the field August 1st. So pretty quick turnaround. I'm excited though. I think it just kind of helps that way you get right into it right away. Um, you know, there's not a lot of leg time of waiting to be on the field and working with the team. So, you know, I had the luxury of having some of the girls help out with our first ID camp last weekend. So, you know, it's just, um, it's been good. I'm really excited and looking forward to it. It's such an exciting time of year, um, you know, on the, the sports calendar, on the academic calendar and all that, but especially when you're transitioning to a new role and you come into this position having as much momentum and as much excitement as anybody could uh, with a coaching hire, having won a national championship last year, the D3 men's level with the University of Chicago, and to be now in this position, um, take us through what that experience was like last year, all that you accomplished, you go 22-0-1, um, you win a, a title, something that had never been done in that program's history, and then you get to use that as a, a jumping off point to this next stop in your career. Um, just explain what that championship season was like last year. Yeah, you know, it was a it was a really special one, I think, for a lot of different reasons. And, you know, I just feel fortunate. Um, well, one, I feel fortunate to win a national championship, but also just the team, you know, um, just an unbelievable group of young men. Um, they were so, you know, like driven and they were, they embraced me. You know, I talk so much about when people talk about everything from last year. And for me, like winning the national championship was amazing, but it was also really cool to just be embraced by them. Um, you know, at the end, when we talked about being a part of their brotherhood and just being able to watch them persevere and go after something that they have set their, you know, their eyes to in the program in general, you know, the previous staffs that have worked there have worked very hard to get the program in the place that it was to even win a national championship, you know, so a lot of credit goes to the previous staff of what they have done, um, you know, to get that program up and being in a space where they're going to the final four every single year, you know, that's, it's absolutely incredible. And that's really hard work. So yeah, last year was really special. And it was great. Um, you know, I've been really fortunate through my career where I've had a lot of opportunities of winning conference championships or winning the national championship at the pro level so to be able to watch a team go through that and like watch them go through the different stages of the season and watch them like overcome adversity and then they get to a spot and just watch how that culture and everything develops over time and to just watch them celebrate on the field together of this accomplishment that they had set forth to like go after. Um, and, you know, it's just, it's really neat to watch that bond and to watch them, you know, go through that together, watch them, you know, celebrating. Then we come back on campus and have an opportunity for pictures with the president, you know, and um, just that it's really cool to be able to watch and see the team, that team be able to go through it. They're just incredible human beings, the families, you know, and the university in general. So it was, it was really special. 
what was the process like you come off of that high of winning a national championship and then you find yourself uh with this opportunity to come to denver what was that process like for you is that a circumstance where uh you know for fans who don't uh understand necessarily do you see that job posted on teamwork and apply are you sought out how does that whole process work to get to where you are right now as the the head coach of a d1 program yeah, you know, I think there's a lot of different routes for it, right? Um, you can be sought out and, you know, have conversations or people put your name forward, you know, um, a person, can, individual can be interested and, in, you know, and apply right off the bat and stuff with it. So, you know, I think I was just fortunate in that sense of, you know, Denver's always been a place that I wanted to go. I obviously saw that the job was open, but then just to be able to have conversations and, you know, kind of be sought out after in those different ways or, Hey, is this something you'd be interested in, you know, to have that? So I felt really fortunate to be able to have that opportunity. When you uh, arrived in town and you, you know, get a look at uh, a program that is now your program, what were the things that excited you most about this job and where uh, the program already is and the things that you feel like you can do to continue building it and taking it to that next level? Yes, I think one of the things that really excited me about the program is, one, it's, um, you know, it's been successful, right? They've had a lot of rich history of success throughout things and winning conferences and going into the postseason. You know, a lot of players right now are being very successful playing in the NWSL or playing overseas. So that like that is really um, intriguing to me and really cool to, to think about that, being able to work with players that can help persevere them to go play professional, you know, like I was able to go do that. So how can I help these student athletes go after their goals that they have to to continue to play. So, you know, that was exciting. Like I said, the rich history of the success that the program has had, um, being in a D1 program and having the resources that they have. And this overall, in general, the athletic department is very successful. I mean, you look at gymnastics and lacrosse and skiing, and I, you know, I'm probably missing some of the other hockey, right? Like I'm missing all these other sports too, because they've all been very successful here. You know, it's a place that you can win. It's a place where people are driven and want their teams to be successful, but not also just on the field. They want their teams to be successful in the classroom, like all class, all, all teams are doing really well in the classroom and in the community and, you know, being, being successful in the academic side as well. And just also the whole like 4D experience and how we're going to continue to help grow and these individuals both on and off the field. So we're setting them up to go into the world and be confident individuals and be successful in the job careers that they want. So, you know, it, it, it's, um, it's really cool to be able to that. So a lot of those pieces were really something that really attracted me to the position. What is the process like in getting to know the team that you've got? Obviously, you've got uh, a wealth of knowledge about these athletes and, and how this team performs and all that. But getting to know players and you're not going to get uh, to actual start of practice until next week. But um, how do you start making those connections and getting to understand the personalities that you're going to be around? Yeah, for sure. So, you know, I was fortunate enough that I was able to come here. Um, excuse me, and meet with the team before a lot of them left for the summer. So that was really great to be able to interact with them, you know, and meet them in person here. And then um, just being able to connect with them individually over the phone, you know, um, texting, just trying to get to know them there. Like I said, I was fortunate. A lot of them worked camp and were like eager to spend a weekend with me, right. And be here and be on the soccer field. So just getting to know them, um, already. So I think that's been really cool. The world cup, you know, having conversations with some of the players, you know, we have an Aussie, even New Zealander on our team and stuff. So to be able to like 
you know, kind of have that banter of different things already start there. And then really um, the team is going to go to Vail for a couple of days in preseason, which is something that the program has always done. And that was set up for them to go. So that's going to be a really cool experience where I think we're really going to have an opportunity to be away from campus, be in a different environment, have different team, you know, activities and stuff where we can really get to know each other as well before the season starts. And then, you know, it'll just be a lot of individual meetings and meeting with the players and meeting with every player individually once a month so we can continue to see how they're doing how we can help them grow and develop um, you know and then just continuing to move on throughout there one of the things that's so cool about uh, your career and the moment when you take over this program is you've got a lot of international experience, um, you know, playing professionally internationally in Australia and Sweden. Uh, you played on national teams. You've been part of some of these huge moments. And now with the Women's World Cup being what it is at this stage here in 2023, how exciting is that uh, for you as somebody who helped lay the groundwork for this generation of players being part of this generation now of coaches um, and seeing what that event has turned into and getting to connect with athletes around something like the women's world cup how cool is that for you yeah it's really cool you know i was just talking with some of my friends which makes me feel a little bit old but like just cool about like what these athletes are now able to like one like the equal pay and the different things that are moving forward is really cool to see even you know we're talking about the world cup but we even just talk about the women's league right you know i was making a joke with someone where one of my friends was like, oh man, these athletes, you know, look at all these cool things again. I'm like, yeah, they'll never understand when they had to like wash their own uniforms as a professional, and like have seven jobs just to play professionally, you know, like just, and I was like, man, that makes me feel so old, but I, it's so great to see how much things have evolved and where we're at and like how we can continue to move forward to have this. So for me, it's, it's, it's really neat to think about like, where we kind of started and what we did to like play to now where these athletes are and what what they're getting and the recognition. I mean, you look at these, I mean, all the followers that are watching the women's world cup, you watch in the NWSL record settings, you know, um, attendance and 32,000 plus and, you know, all over the world. And that's, that is so cool to see um, for myself. And like, I feel like our generation, but also really cool for the young women and young boys. You see so many young boys wearing Morgan, you know, like jerseys or Rapino jerseys, like how cool that when I was growing up, my jerseys I had were all male, you know, until the 99 world cup. And now you're watching all these different generations, men and women, young boys, young girls, seeing these women in this limelight. And I think it just, again, it gives something for young women, like they can see it, they can believe it, they can dream it, they can continue to go after it. So to see how far the evolution has come for that is really cool to be able to like share and to talk about. And like I said, to see the young boys wearing, you know, female jerseys and rooting them on. I mean, it's, it's really cool. It's That's neat. amazing. And it's such a good time to be able to capitalize on that, uh, you know, with new fans who are joining the game, uh, you know, every single day, it seems like as of right now, and you take over, as we said, a program that's already steeped in, in history and success, and you've got an opportunity to put your stamp on it. I know with your time in Chicago, your teams were really no, known for defense and, and how well you played on that end of the field. Uh, I think you had 11 clean sheets last year uh, in a national championship season. And um, to come in now, start to mold a program and the image that you want, what can Pioneers fans expect about what they'll get a chance to see on the pitch this season under a Julianne Sitch coach team? Yeah, well, I don't think we would have had that uh, great defensive record. We had some unbelievable center backs and a great goalkeeper. So I'm not sure that was me. That was that they were they were great. The whole team with that. We started from the top all the way down. We had some really solid 
um, solid players there that helped with that. And, you know, I think that's, um, you know, a staple of mine. Like I, you know, I'm probably err more on the nitty gritty, resilient, um, just that hard work. I never shy away from that. And, you know, I, so I can say, you know, I really hope the things that we're going to continue to instill within our teams here is that nitty grittiness and that resilient and that work ethic of just like, we are going to outwork opponents. We, you know, are going to have a shutout mentality. You know, what does that look like? How do we develop that? How do we train like that? How does our mindset start to be that, you know? And so that's going to start very early on. You know, we've already been talking about that stuff. I've already been like putting little things in their head about, you know, that, that type of mindset and that type of mentality that we're going to have. And so, you know, I, I really hope that when people come and watch our team, like they see that elevation in terms of our work ethic and how we're going to just like outwork our opponents. You know, that is going to be one of the staples of who we are. Um, you know, the game might not go our way. We understand that, right? Sometimes those things happen, but we will always make sure that we are leaving everything out on the field every single day. That is going to be a hundred percent staple of who we are. You get to kick off this season with a couple of exhibition matches against big time programs. It's it's no slouch to kick off the year. You go against LSU in an exhibition matchup uh, on August 8th uh, on campus at DU and then Texas Tech comes in three days later. Um, those two, even though they're they're just exhibitions, they probably give you a really good feel for how you uh, view your team at the start of a season. What do you want to get to know about them between the lines, between the whistles in those first two before you kick things off with the, the regular season opener uh, against CSU coming up on the 17th. Yeah, you know, I want to learn um, about the team, like just where where they've been and how we can continue to persevere to be better, right? Um, these are awesome games to play against. You know, I wish I was still playing. You know, I'm, I look at that schedule. And I'm like, ooh, LSU, like how amazing is that? Like I might step on the field, you know, but like I think just having that excitement and to show them like the belief of where we can be. Hey, this is where we're going to push. There's no reason we can't be competing, you know, with the top teams. We are a top team and how do we continue to, again like I said bring in that mindset so really wanting to work with one though two like how are we as a group right like early on like it takes everyone to win it, it takes everyone to win you know and you know um even the players that potentially unfortunately might not be able to step on the field this year due to injury like they're a part of who we are and they're going to help us get to exactly where we need to go. And that's something that I want to see within this team throughout that the first couple of weeks is like, how do we come together? And because every single person is very important and you need everyone to win, you need, and everyone has a value to bring and everyone has something to offer. And, you know, how are we going to use that and how are we going to lean on each other in those moments? So I think I really want to see us be able to start that very early on because that's going to carry us through the season. And I think when you, we can start to develop that early, it's only going to continue to grow and get stronger. And so when we do have those harder moments, I'm not going to worry about that because our culture is going to be so strong that we're just going to, you know, we're going to get through that. All right, Sid, final point for you. Uh, that first match coming up against LSU on the 8th, you get your regular season opener uh, nine days later against CSU. What are those moments going to feel like for you? It's probably a little bit difficult to, to judge that 10, 11, 12 days out. But when you, uh, you know, when the anthem's playing, you're standing over there uh, in front of your bench with your team. What is that going to feel like for you, knowing that this is the start of a, a big chapter in your career and in your life? Yeah, you know, um, haven't really thought about that moment, but um, 
you know, I just think just being fortunate for everything and just having um, that attitude for gratitude to just be here and to be in an environment. Um, you know, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for everyone else throughout my career. You know, I think back to even being five years old and, you know, the coaches that I've had all along the way, um, you know, and I can never forget about my parents. You know, um, I think, too, it's just going to be sad. They won't be here for this moment. Unfortunately, both of them have passed. So, you know, just um, being able to just think back about like I'm here, you know, from all the people that have helped support me throughout the way and everyone that's, you know, taught me so many lessons throughout. And, you know, I think you kind of brought up the um, Colorado State game. That's going to be a great game. My uh, one of my good friends is the head coach there, you know, and we played together. And so, again, just like that moment of um, how cool is that? You know, we, we played against each other, you know, and played in, you know, with each other against each other. And now to be able to be in a moment of being able to coach, like, again, I think that's really cool. And just to see, you know, how far the game has come. So I think really just thinking about being really appreciative for everything. That is awesome. And uh, it's all coming up real soon as the 2023-24 DU sports calendar kicks off. Uh, that regular season opener is coming up at University of Denver Soccer Stadium on August 17th. And Julianne Sitch, the new head coach of Denver women's soccer. Uh, good luck. Can't wait to see you out there and uh, enjoy these next 10 days or so getting ready for that first exhibition match against LSU. Awesome. Thank you, Tyler. I appreciate it. Wrapping up this week's edition of Chalk Talk from the Denver Pioneers. We'll talk to you next time.